0: So this will allow us to grab that um, stream from the no-brainer streams gem that we were just looking at in GitHub. So this is gonna allow us to use that to stream stuff across Action Cable. So we'll be able to do that, and we'll paste that into, what file was that? App Channels Active Users Channel Let's see, activeusers.rb. I believe that's activeusers channel. Yeah. So it appears that the action cable stuff here is basically when you subscribe, when you join, uh, you open the tab up and you basically join the action cable um, connection, you'll subscribe That will say, let's just create a new user. It doesn't take any data. So this could be changed to use like current user if you're doing something like Google Spreadsheets where you have accounts and your users are logging in. This is more of the anonymous user. Um, So we're going that approach. And then this is creating it in the database and then we're using the database to stream from. So this is saying stream from the users table for the most part. And uh, I'm not sure what include initial does, but I'm sure we can look it up in no brainer streams if we want to find out. Um, I'm gonna say that's probably not super important for us at the moment. So let's uh, keep going with the tutorial. But this should set up our stream to rethink DB um, automatically. So that's pretty cool. Let's refresh the page here uh, after I restart my Rails server. Uh, there we go. And refreshing the page should connect to Action Cable, which would start the subscription on the channel, which should create a record in RethinkDB. And so if we go to localhost8080, where the admin console is, we now have one table, and we have four megabytes of disk, disk space used, which is interesting. And so we have a user's table now, And, uh, let's see if we can see the, I don't know if we can see the records in here. This is probably about five documents. So I don't think you could actually see the records directly. Maybe there's a way to do that, not entirely sure. Uh, table... Yeah. Not entirely sure, but there's about five documents, something like that. I think there's actually one but this is kind of more for an overview of your uh, database as opposed to like a direct access to view it so this is possibly saying about five because it's like well it's less than five and if it's that we don't care um so maybe that's how that works i'm not entirely sure so that did create the user table and i'm sure it included the record We can probably also look at our logs and see here we go with the yellow and the red we can see that it created the spreadsheets development database and then the table create created a user um, with a shard and a replica and a primary key of id and it inserted an id and yeah so it seems to have worked and seems to have created uh, active record is loaded, which you probably don't want. We can remove active record if we do. Um, yeah, it looks like you know this automatically created the database. It created the table. It created um, the record, which is all steps you would have to do yourself with uh, active record because you have to create your database. You have to run your migrations to create the table. And you have to do all that all yourself before you can insert a record. And so this does it automatically. And that's kind of one of the niceties of NoSQL or that style of database, because it's a lot more free flowing in development, which is nice, but there's not actually structure. So you can never really count on every record being like the same because you could add in some extra fields in there, here and there. And uh, if you don't write your code flexibly to be able to detect and use those, then your code's not really going to get any benefits from using NoSQL, because you really just wrote structured data in NoSQL, and it would probably be better in a relational database. So anyways, let's continue on with our application, and uh, check this out, so subscribe lifecycle callback now creates a new user, we know that, unsubscribe deletes that user, okay. So this will maintain that list of users in the database and uh, make sure that we are not like, you know, creating a bunch of users and then they're disappearing. And then I'm curious, you know, when you close the tab here, this should, you know, this should actually create that, as you saw, there was a red mark there and it jumped, which meant that it did a write, And now we have zero documents which means that we had one document before, we deleted it and now we have zero documents and we were able to watch that in real time. So this is kind of, this admin is actually doing the watching for chain sets or whatever sort of it appears in order to get real time updates as well in its management console, so that's neat as well. So everything seems to be working fine. The unsubscribe uh, happens automatically when you close the tab the um, connection knows that it was disconnected, the unsubscribe runs, deletes the user, and our database is kept clean, and we don't have hanging um, users in that table. So, that's pretty cool. Let's go into our our spreadsheets index.html. Spreadsheets index. Let's just paste this in here and uh, we can open up localhost 3000. We'll see our active users listed there, Um, but we need to write some code in order to uh, basically add those. So let's put this into the channels activeusers.coffee. Activeusers.coffee, we can replace that because we don't really need the connected or disconnected ones. We only want the data that the stream from on the server side channel does. So this stream from is basically gonna say that any of those changes in the users table will automatically get piped over. And so this is gonna just listen for receiving data and um, it will have old value and new value. And I believe that these are coming from the RethinkDB chain set itself as the structure. And so we can console.log data in order to see what's coming across. And so if we uh, print that out, we should see this object. Um, We have newVal. And so we can see that there's that new user. And I bet if we open up localhost 3000 again, um, we'll see another one, and we do. So we see newVal and oldVal. OldVal was null here. The first one didn't include old valve, but these must be coming then from no-brainer um, as part of that change set or change feed on the table. So that's pretty cool. Um, there was something that it was dying on, what was it, like user? I didn't see that. Uh, let's delete this console log, and let's see if we still have that JavaScript error there. Cannot read property new user of undefined, and this is in the active users folder. So, oh, spreadsheet dot new user and remove user. So it's trying to call those methods, which we haven't uh, defined yet. So this is going to be where we define those. We're going to create uh, app dot spreadsheet. It's gonna keep track of the active users. When we add a new user in, we give it the user from RethinkDB, we grab the ID on it and uh, add it into the active users uh, hash there, and then we render the active users. When we remove a user, of course, we delete them from that list and then we re-render, and the render active users just simply says, let's grab that div and set the inner, inner HTML, um, we'll grab that ID on whatever tag, it's a UL, And uh, then we can just go through each of those users in our list and insert list items for every one of those. So, grabbing this, we can create that new file, the spreadsheets.coffee. Let's do that. Um, Edit app, assets, JavaScript, spreadsheets.coffee, or spreadsheets. Uh, I did it plural, it doesn't really matter, it will still get loaded, this is fine um so yeah this is going to be what the channel there uh, does so app.spreadsheet is this file and so the channel is being uh, receiving data and basically it determines what it needs to do with that data and if it's a new user then it will go talk to the spreadsheet app.spreadsheet and say add in this new user and remove that user if it's time to remove one. So this is just kind of delegating what to do with that data that's coming in. And the app.spreadsheet is actually determining, okay, we'll add this user, we'll remove this user, and we'll re-render on the page. So let's see what we've got now in our application. And there you go. So as soon as you render the page, this is empty, and then the JavaScript runs and it receives that stream, and then it gets the, um, the initial list. So I'm pretty sure that that's what's happening. When you say include initial is true, you get the initial list of users in the database. So for example, if we remove this, you don't get anything. And the reason for that is because you just added yourself to the database before you started streaming And that does not include you, because this will only get changes since then. So you have to include the initial records in the database uh, as you get started, so that you have a list of all the current users that were there before you. And if you don't do this, you will be a little bit out of sync because you won't see those people. So that allows you to stay up to date with um, those existing, pre-existing users. We've made some good progress so far and learned some cool stuff about RethinkDB, and now it's time to take all of that and to actually go and build our spreadsheet with it. So it looks like what we're going to be doing is um, we're going to be using jQuery and hands-on table, which looks to be a pretty cool JavaScript spreadsheet for uh, the web. So it appears to be used at a bunch of awesome places, uh, which is cool. And um, it it also appears to be a paid product. So I guess we're gonna be using some sort of non, uh, you know, because it's not a commercial project. We're gonna be using it um, like their open source version or whatever, their free version. Um, So yeah, it looks like they have some licensing for it. It's just like gonna be a very well supported project because they are making money from it so you can trust that it's going to be really good um, and going to have a good api and be well maintained which uh, i like so i like being able to support this kind of stuff um it's the same thing from you guys supporting me making these videos so i appreciate that you guys are awesome um so hands on table looks cool we're going to be using that um and it looks like we're going to grab this from a cdn from Cloudflare. So we're just going to toss this into the spreadsheets uh, index file and put that up here at the top. And this is just going to include it from the CDN. We could actually download the CSS and JavaScript and put it in a gem or we could do whatever we wanted with it. Um, But what we're going to do is pull it from Cloudflare CDN which will just allow us to inject this in without downloading any files, setting up any other dependencies, we'll just have this available, which will be um, very nice for us because this will be easy to set up for the demo. Chances are, if you actually are gonna do this and you have that spreadsheet on many pages, you'll either wanna include this in like your application JS file or your application um, layout so that it's available kind of more globally but um, we were only using it on this page, plus it's a demo, so it's only going on this page, because it's really the only page of our application. And they do mention that you know, if, if, you, um, if you have more front-end skills or whatever, you could use React or Polymer or Vue.js or any of your front-end frameworks to either you know, build your own uh, table uh, spreadsheet type thing on the front end or you know you could um, refactor the jquery stuff that we're doing here kind of clean all this up but uh, since this is just a demo we're gonna go update that spreadsheet uh, coffee script file and add a setup function and then we're gonna have it automatically uh, start that so we'll go to spreadsheet.coffee coffee uh, spreadsheets what did i call this let's open up nerd tree let's make sure we can find the one that i saved i did spreadsheets.coffee there we go and let me correct this setup tabbing and yeah basically this is going to say well find that element on the page that's called spreadsheet and we're basically just going to call the hands-on table um, javascript on that Uh, spreadsheet um, element and then we'll set up some configs for it and then we'll save a reference to the hands-on-table JavaScript uh, instance of hands-on-table. So we'll be able to access that in the future if we do uh, want to do that. So uh, this will just load up when jQuery DOM is ready that will go ahead and set up the spreadsheet. So saving this should allow us to see that spreadsheet. And uh, it did not, so let's take a look at the console. Hands-on table is not defined. Uh, I believe we did everything appropriately here, but maybe this isn't, maybe this is running faster than the uh, Then the include is happening. So if we go to spreadsheets, index.html, this may not be running. Well, oh, content for head. So if our, that might be a missing thing. In the application.html erb, you're probably gonna need a yield head so that the content for can actually take that um, those two lines for the CSS and JavaScript and put them in the head. Um, I didn't notice that before, but spreadsheet index is actually saying content for head. So this page probably does not have those links to include that JavaScript. and it doesn't, I don't think so. Let's see, yeah, it doesn't appear to in the head. So what we're um, gonna see now is if we refresh, because we put that yield head in the head, uh, you get the script and the link up here. So once the page loads, it will install those uh, libra- the hands-on table library and the CSS so that your application JavaScript, once that is ready, will have access to hands-on table and we don't get the same error as we did before, but we do still get an error. So, insert before of null. Um, we can go to our application.js and see. We've got all of this. Um, we can also try application.html.erba. Put the yield head above these so we can make sure hands-on tables loaded before our application JavaScript. and that's still the same error but at least the active users is not failing now so hands-on table is still having this insert before issue of course the thing that i overlooked was creating this section with the id of spreadsheet and that means like our javascript was running correctly but it had nowhere to insert it so it's not the most intuitive error but if we actually include the spreads spreadsheet tag um refreshing the page should get no errors and we get a spreadsheet so this is cool we're able to click on these cells and it will select them and that um, is just comes out of the box with uh, this spreadsheet hands-on table Uh, and same with the css so this is working and you can keep your yield head at the bottom it doesn't matter Um, either way that you go the javascript will load appropriately because you're waiting for the um, jQuery DOM ready event to fire before you instantiate anything. So either where, either place you wanna put yield head, you can do that. Um, and all of this is now working, so we're caught up. And I just missed that we wanna put the content for the yield and the section in the appropriate spots so that that will all be working. And now the next step will be to stream field selection.